Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hey, hello. Because we're a bunch of dingbats, we're finally going to cover the topic of witches, but leave it to us to pick three ridiculous witch movies. It's like, let's pick the most family-friendly. I don't know. They're not bad, though. Well, you guys hated the worst witch. Because it's literally in the title, this movie is going to be the worst. Yep, and I love it. (laughs) It's like they tell you up front, like, yo, this is not going to be good. This is going to be. I'm going to start singing all the songs. How do you remember any of those songs? Growing up is easy. <laughs> I, that was my jam growing up, that movie. Oh, man. I was the worst witch in real life without the witch stuff. Just the worst. I was just, just the worst. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Um, so tonight we're going to talk about the worst witch. Why, why witch. do you got to say that one first? Because it's the best. The witches and. Hocus Pocus, which to me is actually the best of the three. I don't know. I think it's a, it's a it's such a close me, tie yeah. between the witches and Hocus. Pocus. Oh my god, the witches scares me <laughs> still I to think this that's day. Why I like it it yeah, is. It's scary. an awesome movie. Though. That's a scary movie. All right. So which one do you want to start with? Um, let's just uh, let's start with the witches. And okay. Then we'll okay. do the worst witch as a buffer because you know if we do that one last, then it's just going to be Dogpile Central. So uh, we'll just knock it out real quick in the middle. What? I'm dancing because Nate's not going to bring down my love of the worst witch. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we will start with. Whew, excuse me. We will start with the witches. That's right. The witches. The witches. Nate, why don't, you, why don't you summarize this one? Summarize the witches? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Luke lives with his grandmama, and she likes to tell him stories about the old days when witches used to take children and she fills his head with all these crazy stories and. Something bad happens. Oh, she gets sick. She gets the beatus. Mm-hmm. She does she gets get di- the She gets diabetes, and the solution to diabetes in those to, days was to go to the sea to to move out towards the ocean because ocean air helps cure diabetes. Yeah. So they go to stay in a hotel for a little while, and then as it turns out, there's a bunch of witches coming to this hotel at the same time. Weird. And a bunch of fun stuff happens, and little boys turn into mice, and they and remove their beaks. And the witches are horrifying, appropriately mm-hmm. horrifying, and it's pretty, it's pretty great, and it's raw doll. So I think Charlie and Chuck the Factory with more uh, potential children murder. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Well done, sir. Because mm-hmm. I mean, in Charlie and Chuck the Factory, it was only going to be at best five children murdered. This one, they're going for like they every wiped, single they, child in she England. She wanted to wipe out all the children in England. The whole world, right? So, yeah. yeah. Charlie and Chocolate Factory with more dead kids possibly at the end. So, this movie just reaffirms my theory that we were fucking gangsters growing up because holy crap, this movie's scary. Like, Legit. Like, I'm no, still bugged and, out and as an adult. When, you know, they say that the witches, the way you can tell that a witch is a witch, she's always got gloves on because she's got like gnarly hands, like long fingers. She's got purple eyes. She's wearing a wig and she's got wig rash. So she's always scratching her head because mm-hmm. if she takes her wig off, like her head's all like weird and scabby. Um, 
They don't she, have any toes. Yeah, no they toes. They don't have any toes, so they don't wear pointy shoes because it would be stupid. And they are repulsed by the smell of children. Yeah, they, they think smell you're like stinky. dog droppings. Well, yeah, that part's accurate, though. Clean. That's oh, that's true. You know, yeah, because when they're dirty, they smell like dirt, and then the witches the, can't find the them. dirt. Actually, they're, they're, the the moral of this story, the Just complete moral, is if you're a kid. Shower. You can shower once, maybe twice a month, and, I, yep, and you'll be fine. And as a kid, I lived by that credo, so that no, I'm works. Sorry, well. her name. It's not grandma. It's grandma. 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 Aww, Aww, don't make Lucas. fun of Luke. Lucas. Um, I know. I know. So this movie, like all Roald Dahl, is just so so dark and so so like unafraid to conquer like the idea that life isn't perfect, which is what I love about Roald mm-hmm. Dahl. Like 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 you were saying, Nate, like just this idea that he's willing to embrace the darkness of the real like reality of the world. But, but it's not like it's not like evil. It's not like you know the end of Harry Potter when like all the kids are like on the verge of getting murdered and like just like overbearing like evil and depressingness like it's never it never gets to that point like he's he's good at balancing it balancing balancing the realities and the harshness of life with you know this is a kids book you know i very much enjoyed i forgot that this was uh the jim henson had his hand yeah in uh, you can definitely tell with those little those little mice could have been taken straight out of labyrinth. Oh yeah, for all for all I know. Um, no, it's I don't think I watched this. I, I think I watched this maybe like once when I was a kid. Really? Mostly just for that. We probably just watched that one scene. Well, because when we were kids, we we all wanted to be super tough, super tough guys, and we and we used to watch like the scariest movies we could find and and all that shit. I'm sorry, I overate chicken That's impossible. <laughs> No, when we were kids, we like to like challenge each other and be like, go to the video store and try and find like the goriest, most effed up like horror movies. So like something like The Witches is probably something that I saw in like school once, or maybe we watched it just to watch the part where they all reveal themselves and and that part's really gross and crazy. But I don't think I didn't really watch this when I was a kid. Oh, I watched this a lot. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I watched it all the time. I, we might have had this. We might have owned this one on VHS because mm-hmm. I know I watched this one a lot, even though I was scared. Yeah. I was wigged yeah. out when when the, when, when Angelica <laughs> Houston takes off her wig and takes off her mask and she's got that so gnarly scary. face and like all rib cagey and, and just... She's like birdish. Almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, oh, and her super long fingers. Oh, like so she scary. was down And then when she scary. finds them, like... I just remember being a kid in the suspense of that moment just killing me. Like, I was just, it's funny because, like, all I thought watching this was, oh, my God, I used to be so scared of that. Oh, my God, I used to be so scared. And it's funny. Like, it's just, like, it somehow still affected me because oh, remembering yeah. being Aww. a kid. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it was Although, it was I will nice say, this, this, this move, watching this movie, I definitely got a little misty-eyed because it made me miss my grandmother. My Aww. grandmother passed, like... We're like going five, six years now. And like I had a very, very close relationship with my grandmother. So just seeing their dynamic and the way they were, I don't know, just very reminiscent of of my relationship with my grandmother. So it definitely made me miss her. You can't see, but I'm sticking my bottom of the belt. (laughs) (laughs) No, my mim was badass. She was pretty badass. She was a badass Um, lady. Yeah, so I mean, this is a quality watch, and I love this movie, and I think it's a lot darker and a lot spookier, and I think it does the witch legends good. Like, I think for a kid, it, Mm -hmm. like, perfectly brings to life. Like, and it's just so great for Roald Dahl to come up with this because it's so perfectly horrifying for a kid. Everything, like, you're afraid of, it, like he brings he brings witches to a really fun kind of interesting mythology with this movie, and I love everything about it. I think it's because he 
he um, respects where like all these like myths and stuff came from instead of like how they've been appropriated in pop culture over the years. Agreed. Like he's like he's like, well, let's look at the what is it, Hans Christian Andersen. Mm-hmm. Let's look at like that kind of stuff and like the reality and the darkness that's in there and and mm-hmm. and try and make something based off of that instead of like you know the the character that is which is now and and uh like pop culture and yeah. stuff you know you dress up like a little kid as a witch for halloween it's like oh it's fucking adorable and a yeah. little pointy hat and everything like i mean once we get to the worst witch we can revel in that kind of nonsense witch ideology um, well because really you know the, the notion of the witch is such a like perfect you know example of just how much women get fucked over in history and in pop culture and everything because it's like you know this and it's such a great trope of the like the woman who's like the unmarried like can't get like it's just Mm -hmm. so perfectly like the old hag who like can't roll with the normal heteronormal lifestyle is is deemed the witch like the woman who's like you know historically speaking it was always the woman who was really old the woman who's really weird the woman who was too sexual like it it was really just a mean like the idea of the witch being the evil that we need to suppress is yet another example of like misogynistic thinking that's gotten us where we are you know what i mean like it's just such a perfect statement on the bullshit which is the patriarchy apparently there was there was some controversy with this book in england where they thought that it was misogynistic Mm -hmm. because the witches are women but Mm -hmm. it's like no it's just saying that these women are witches well i think one of the my criticisms of this book is that it it does kind of hypothesize that the unmarried shrew like it it perpetuates that if you don't have the child like you're either the woman it's either one or the other you're either the maternal or you're the witch and that's deeply problematic to me because i think all of the pressure society puts on us as women to not care about ourselves to give ourselves to others instead of giving to ourselves Mm -hmm. is so deeply problematic and then yeah i think that's a lot of where the controversy Uh with roald dahl's work comes but i think that it's also important to recognize that he could have put a male um as as the the primary like older take care of you know tiny mouse boy person instead of a grandma like he could have had a grandpa He's used grandpas and, and male figures in so many of his other books. So I, I think he was trying to avoid that because, I mean, when you're, go, when you're doing a book about witches, it's already, like, pretty well defined. You know what I mean? I think he was trying to balance it. And besides, in the book, like, uh, they also say that uh, there's, I don't know, what does he say? Something about, like, ghouls. All ghouls are men or but not all men are ghouls. And he says all women are, or all witches are women, but not all women are witches. But what I find interesting that, and I like to like kind of play with this is the notion that the one thing all witches shared was a hatred for children, which to me was a statement on women who don't want or, or like children. Mm -hmm. There's inherently something evil about them. And that's again, deeply problematic. Yes, because I'm not evil nor a witch. No, and you love my children. And I love your children. Yeah. I love my nieces and nephews. Yeah. I think I think that it's just, you know, if Roald Dahl was still writing books today, I think he might write a different book. But I think so too. I think but that's I think fair. that you have I'm not to, saying you I have, buy into it. But. Yeah, no. I I think there's uh, there's there's a lot like clear targets if you wanna like really Oh totally. And I, I personally Roald love this Roald Dahl is too precious to me. <laughs> me and, too. And my childhood, like I can't, I can't just let him get dragged like that. You no, know? no. And I'm, even though, he, even you. though he's not perfect, like he's still, I feel like he still makes attempts 
to, to yeah. um, and 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 like Matilda, there's so many of his other books that would contradict any sort of accusations of him mm-hmm. being, you know, misogynistic. Like Matilda is just such a good book, mm. and it's such a an empowering book for women. Like I grew up loving that book because the the all three main characters, the villain and the two heroines, are all female, and I freaking love it. Uh, if I could take us back into the movie in the scene. No. When they go to the ballroom, when all the witches reveal themselves, they all take off their wigs. Did you know? Ha- notice how many bald-headed dudes were in the audience? Yes. <laughs> I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, that, that one woman kind of looks like a... Okay, no, that's a dude. Well, that makes sense. You know, they have to be bald. It's probably easier mm-hmm. to get a bunch of dudes with shaved heads than wig. You know, putting a bald cap on a whole bunch of women. And then I'm looking, and then I became like... It became a game of every time there was like a crowd shot, pick out how many of them are actually women and how many are dudes. Oh, that's fun. I want to play that. There's so many dudes in that audience. <laughs> but again, that makes sense for, you know, time and money because you can put 100 women in a room mm-hmm. and have to bald cap each and every one of them. Totally. Or you get a bunch, you know, like 75 dudes to 25 women, put all the women up front, put the dudes in the back. They all have their shaved heads anyway. So I found that really funny that that there was I, I started to notice and I've never noticed that before in the movie. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Mr. Bean. <gasps> oh, Rowan Atkinson. So I don't Rowan Atkinson is delightful. <laughs> As I, I love Rowan Atkinson and pretty much everything he's ever done. Agreed. I think that he is he's wonderful. Blackadder, all of it, fantastic. All the Mr. Bean stuff. Even like the dumb like Johnny English bullshit that he's done recently, I still enjoy it. Cause yeah, I like Ronan. His Hickinson his I have in my box of VHSs downstairs. I have a one of his HBO specials, or maybe it was just a stand up that they ran on HBO. Mm-hmm. But I have one of his old stand up. Uh, it wasn't even a stand up routine. It was his um. He does like a bunch of skits. And yeah, stuff, right? it was yeah, it was that I performance, think I the one with the that. invisible drum set that he plays. Oh my and god! Yes, he's when he plays Satan. I think <laughs> might be the greatest thing ever when he comes out like in the red smoking jacket with his clipboard. He's one of those people. I think Chris Farley had this too, like with the physical comedy. Like you mm-hmm. can say funny things, yeah. but when you can physically be funny, that's there's just something special about that. And Rowan Atkinson absolutely has that. He can do both, though. He's, yeah, he's, he's very funny. He's yeah. super great. He is yeah. super great. I think I no love. I think I because see. I first saw him as Mr. Bean, like that's where my love truly lies. Like mm-hmm. I love him as Mr. Bean. Me too. It was only after I like watched Mr. Bean that my grandmother, my same grandmother, that makes me that I miss watching this movie. She's the one that actually introduced me to Blackadder. Mm-hmm. And all of those old BBC shows that showed up on PBS. So, like, I learned and watched Doctor Who for the first time because of her. Mm-hmm. Um, like, upstairs, downstairs, Are You Being Served? Black Are You Adder. Being Served? Oh, man. Loved Are You Being Served? Black Adder. Like, all of that came from her. So, <laughs> the first time I saw Black Adder, I was like, Mr. Bean can talk. <laughs> that's what his voice sounds like. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what Mr. Bean's voice sounds yeah, like. That's wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm also in this movie a big fan of Bruno, motivated by food. Oh my god! Again, what up, Bruno? My, my <laughs> <animal>. <laughs> I Bruno really just do. walks in the middle of the room with all these like weird <laughs> ladies staring at him. He's like, I was promised eight chocolate bars. I know. He's amazing. <laughs> there's always a glutton in Roald Dahl books. Like, there's always that one character that's like, like it's Bruce Bogtrotter and Matilda. It's it's Bruno in here. He was like obsessed with like Augustus Gloop. Yep, Augustus. Like, yeah, yeah, but like, at least he isn't like like 
made to look like a little piece of shit like he is like like Augustus Augustus Gloop in, in Charlie yeah, and Chocolate yeah. Factory. Well, wasn't that the thing in that in in that book that like they each they, they each represented like a, a really bad yeah like, of childhood yeah. like mm-hmm. an excessive but yeah. no I loved I loved Bruno yeah, he was he's awesome. He's, he was my spirit animal. Yeah, yeah, me too. Do it all for the food. I do. Yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, I Luke, love this. Movie. Luke said that you had dry roasted peanuts in your purse. They are so <laughs> cute when they're mice. They really oh. are. Oh my god, I, kiss kiss it up to Jim Henson because they are yeah, so adorable, adorable yeah. as mice. I loved. Luke. How, how many actual mice tails do you think were mutilated during the course of this movie? I'd like to think zero. None. <laughs> I don't, Jim, I don't I think, think Jim would allow Jim would an actual mouse never. tail. No. There's, it was a fake furry little one. I don't know. It looked pretty. It was so quick and it was so real and it's no. a mouse. No and way, they, dude. It was, you use mice as food for other animals. No way. I'm just saying. Um... This is probably before like PETA started like getting like all up in people's faces. I don't want to think that Jim would do that. 1990? Nah, I think he would have gotten in trouble for that shit. I don't, I don't want to think no, that. No, I don't want to think that either. It makes me that. feel icky. Um, also, watching this movie, Bruno's father, Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, Ew, and he Scottish. Wanted, why did he want that crest soup? Ugh. Why does anybody <laughs> want that soup? I yeah. don't know. He was like, I don't want this this normal chicken soup. I want that yeah. crest soup. She should have let him eat it. He deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of a douche. He was a douche. He was a super yeah. douche. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. And his wife was drunk all the time, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, she was so. an alcoholic. I recognized her, but I can't. I have to look yeah. her up because I Bruno's looked at her and I thought I knew her from something. Um, I also enjoyed that at the end when Angelica Houston, what is it? What is it? The Grand, grand, grand High Witch? Grand Witch. High grand Witch. High Witch yeah. That when she got turned into a rodent, she looked she was, like, like ugly. she looked like the the rat monkey from Dead from Alive. De- oh my god, me too. I had that same <laughs> thought. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else? Okay. At the end. Uh huh. So uh, the Grand Witch, her assistant, mm-hmm. the one that turns one who, Luke back right. into a boy and brings his mice back and his glasses. So okay. Did she? Okay, thorough. here's my thing. Did she become like a good witch somehow? Because when she's like doing all the little hand motions to restore him and bring his glasses back or whatever, her hands, she doesn't have gloves on and her hands aren't all gross and gnarly. And there's even one point at the very end where she kind of like does a little twirl with her fingers and looks at her hand. Mm-hmm. Did she somehow become like a good witch I think because this is, of that? I think this is one of the reasons that Roald Dahl hates this movie because that's all part of the end that character does not exist in the book i don't believe oh so it's been a while for me i don't remember so like all these inconsistencies and stuff are probably just inconsistencies i wasn't sure if that was supposed to be like a like she's wearing white yeah you know she kind of like she did did she become a good witch was kind of my thought that you know she was spared the fate of all the other witches and because like when they when they're in the meeting room and all the witches take off their wigs like she has a wig on you can see her little wig rash so she's kind of i don't think she's like a full witch though because the the head witch like sends her away before they eat dinner yeah she says like you know you're you're working you know you're you're here i don't on think business yeah i don't think that she's i think that she's like a witch in training or some nonsense like that and i always felt like there's supposed to be a connection between Grandma and the High Witch, right? Um, like I always assumed that. Well, like ma- they allude to, like a... Grandma lost a, like part of a finger, right, like which you are to assume is with a run-in with a witch. I think with the Grand, because even the Grand High Witch says something along the lines of like, you know, 
something she was like an adversary right, from before right, and I'll right. t- finally take care of you or something right. they never but go they into never it, go into yeah. what happened in the past but on more than one occasion they showed grandma's like half mm-hmm. half pinky finger I have a feeling there's a director's cut of this somewhere with like an extra scene or something that yeah. kind of explains that and I and it's probably in the book because you're definitely right they did draw attention to the fact that yeah, they they right. have some kind of relationship they know each other somehow uh, do you want to move on to our second film? Okie dokie. Because I love me the, the witches. The witches. Yeah. Um, all right, and on Plus to... you get to see cute little mousies. I know. Cute they're little so mousies. Wanna... The fake ones and the real ones. They're all, all cute. They're all adorable. They're all cute. Um, the next choice is uh, The Worst Witch, uh, um, which was my pick. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Don't you... Uh, me. This was a, believe it or not, made-for-television movie. I'm all about the made-for-TV movies I'll believe these it. Days. I'll believe um, it. From 1986, which is based on the book series by Jill Murphy that originally, I believe, started in 1974. Let me double-check. Yep, 1974. And there's about eight books in the series. Mm-hmm. Um I think the latest one was in like 2013, and I don't think there's Get out. any since. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, they're was, still making she's these books. Still making these books, and actually, there's a popular Netflix series now based. on I the saw Worst that. Witch. Yeah, and there's also been a couple of other movie adaptations of the Worst Witch series. And what I think in 1974 set this apart was that it was so female oriented. Mm-hmm. Like every character other than the Grand Wizard. Yeah. Is is a female and it stars Charlotte Ray, who was my girlfriend, Mrs. Garrett, and Tim Curry. Come at me. I love his song in this oh, movie. Oh that's who that was. Mrs. I was like, yeah. why is there like all these yeah. British people and there's one lady with like a southern accent? Mrs. Mrs. Garrett. And um Feruza Bulk as yep. as our star Mildred Hubble and a bunch of other random people who I don't think matter, but um I love, love, love Mildred Hubble, and I love this series because I really believe in my heart of hearts, without the Worst Witch movie, we don't get Harry Potter. Because you can just see the, and I'm obsessed with Harry Potter, as you guys know, but you can see the, so many overlaps between the two series. This idea of, like, this boarding school where magical witches, you know, live, but they're good, and they battle the bad witches, and, like, it's mm-hmm. it's just all, I don't know. I, I know it's cheesy. There's, there's a lot. No. I, I think that, I think that, I don't know. Maybe there's more to this that wasn't properly uh, uh, brought across with this version. Like, I'm kind of curious to see what that Netflix thing is now. I've watched a few episodes. It's not bad. It's basically the same idea, though. Like, mm-hmm. the really, like, clumsy witch friend and all her friends. Yeah. Well, because there's, like, character arcs that they, they do the same character arcs in, like, Harry Potter. Like, the really mm-hmm. the really mean teacher is actually like, oh, I'm just, you know, being hard on you because I expect more of right? you. She's and she's like the Snape. Character. She's, but they do it in like the course of like twenty minutes, <laughs> so like it's like all of a sudden it's like no, I actually liked you the whole time, and you're like oh okay shit yeah. all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean of course like the whole like her her twin sisters like the evil one is so cheesy, mm-hmm. but it was in 1986. What do you want? From yeah, them? <laughs> yeah. I to go along with your Harry Potter, um, I will take Snape over that bitch that any day of the a, week. She was Excuse a scary me. motherfucker. She was straight up mean. Yeah, Bruce she... the Bulk is. Adorable, it's adorbs. and I really want to watch Return to Oz now because this oh. was in the same. I was time thinking period. about that like the entire time. I was like, why don't we just pick Return to Oz instead of the worst? I have to admit something. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking terrified of that movie. I know that's why I want to watch it though. I'm in, but I will like <laughs> legit, like like I'll probably have fucking nightmares. I watched it once and it fucking traumatized me, and I will never watch it again. Dorothy Girl. I can't, you guys. I can't. 
really I hate everything about oh. that movie. That's not a kids movie. That's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. sorry. It's it's canon. Deal with it. No, I won't. I will pretend it doesn't exist, just like you fuckers do, do with the with girls' it. Ghostbusters. I'm sorry, Wizard of Oz is actually like serious books, but they're very easy to make just seem like a fun family affair. Yeah, and I'm but gonna. They're actually that about very. They're actually about very serious topics. Off. I have the whole. The really? whole. I don't think I've ever read it. I read the original uh, Return, of, like uh, Wizard of Oz Wizard with Kent. We like did the book versus mm-hmm. the movie and like talked about it, which was fun because it was super dark. Yeah. But no, I didn't go any further than that because I like my I like to live in my bubble. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, um, I I enjoyed that. So the the headmas- the headmistress's twin sister, who is the evil witch. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if you're an evil witch that's like just super down with destruction and cruelty and evil. Because when you're you get wicked, e- evil and cruel. Okay. So if you finally get your time to shine and you're going to have a song about it. In my little Could it maybe ne- be not such a happy tune? Because they were they school. were smiling and they were jamming. My little school. <laughs> it was just like a way too Bye, happy. But she goes, bye, 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 at the end. So it's okay. This I fucking why. loved And I loved that they were punk rocky, the bad ones. Yeah. Like no. they, they had like bright colored hair yeah. and they were all fucking grungy and I was into it. And I loved as a kid the idea of there being, okay, so before Harry Potter in 1986, there was a little girl waiting for her letter, not to Hogwarts, but to Mrs. What the fuck is her name? <laughs> Crab Crackle? Mrs. Cackles, right. Mrs. Cackle. Miss Cackle School. And I would go and I would get my broom and I'd take flying lessons and I'd learn spells and potions. So fuck you, J.K. Rowling. They even had like an outside like broom game, yes! broom competitions okay. yes! and stuff. I also, during that scene, I very much enjoyed, because um, all the first years get kittens. Yes, they do. Oh my God, Nate, you're kitten. Anytime, this is bullshit. Anytime that that cat made a noise, it was literally some guy going, meow, meow, meow. But no, I, I have a super big problem. They're like, we don't have any more black kittens for you. You're going to have to take this tabby. I'm like, hat, you're fucking witches. Just turn it into a black cat if you want to give them all black cats. I literally are you, myself. Are you unable to do that? What kind of shitty witch school is this? They can't even turn a cat into a different color. It's a public school. Meow. <laughs> Meow. Oh, terrible. Meow. Oh, the sound effect on the cat was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like they it's it. like they did it just to shame this girl. They called her last too. What, what was her last name? Hubble. Hubble? They did it based yeah. on your scores. Like you, Yeah, the they said they do it based got, on their yeah. scores. So okay. that's why she and got she's the worst witch, so she's yeah. last. P.S. Their spells are ridiculous. Like they're not oh, even. They are ridiculous. <laughs> it's like twenty minutes of, of repeating poetry <laughs> and I will do something, maybe. Tablecloth, Babel oh. Buff. Sable soul. Rhymey shimey. <laughs> yeah. So there was a saving Fun. grace to this, and that's Tim Curry coming out and singing his song. I hate that song so much. Uh, I love that every 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 line, like you you didn't need like subtitles for that part because every time he said something, it appeared on the screen. It would be like your yes! bat could turn into a cat. cat, and it would just like happen and be like, oh okay, he said bat and cat clearly because I no. saw bat. Here's here's what I think happened, right? <laughs> You're at the board meeting for for the production company for The Worst Witch. Uh And they're like, so, Marissa, (laughs) do you have the song for Tim Curry? And you're like, shit, I forgot the song. song. And you reach into your pocket and you found the poem that your eight-year-old wrote. (laughs) And you went, okay, yeah, we're going to have this like tune. And it's, your bat can get turned into a cat. And when it snows, it grows. And... 
Halloween. Halloween. It's like they literally got a child to write a poem <laughs> with all these rhyming words. These are absurd. And then they just How put it. But know. no, that was definitely my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> I want a cape that's that big. Uh, oh, me I too. Want I want a fly giant with a giant cape. Wipe. Oh my god! It had like giant bars in it, so he could like be like, then, yeah. Hmm? He was doing like, like he was directing gymnastics. air traffic. Oh my god, when he was dancing though, oh shit, that was my day. And then uh, the special effects. Like, very oh, cringy, very cringy. This entire oh, movie, especially that everything. part, especially that part. Uh, and then uh, my favorite is when what? he gets like all sexy. He'll be like, Ugh. I have a question. Oh, yeah. I have a question. <laughs> I I probably couldn't hear because the the quality on it was so hard to find a good quality copy of this. This is a really hard movie to get. It was a, it was very obscure. Of. I had to I had to like do some work and track it down. Um, but uh. I kept waiting for things to happen in this movie. Like, I feel like there was a lot of setup, a lot of setup. Right. And then, like, and then I'm proud of myself because in the first part, I didn't check the time. I just kind of let it go. Mm-mm. And in the second one, I found myself, like, just twice, like, hitting the button to see how much time is left. And at one point, there was only 15 minutes left. And I'm like, is something going to happen? <laughs> no. And I feel like, you know, she, uh, Feruza found the bad witches, turned them into snails, Brought them back, saved the day, and won the school year. I don't know. Yeah. I felt like all she of that happened. She won the Hogwarts Cup for the year. Pretty sure. much, yeah. She went. That happened in 10 and like minutes. In 10 minutes. In the that last 10, in 10 minutes. minutes. So it's like right. the whole right. entire first, you know, 55 minutes leading up to that a last bunch of 10. Bullshit. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, now things are happening. Well, because I would argue that the series is more about the, this character and her coming into Yeah, the I didn't know again, I didn't know that this one was any a book. sort of other uh, any other conflicts. It's really a her versus herself and her learning to Was this a made for you know. TV movie? Yeah, it was, totally. Okay. Was, yeah. Okay. It was, it was like made for HBO then. or something, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. That makes sense then. Cuz like yeah. when it gets made for TV, and it comes from other source material was that big. Right. Look what happened with it. Or so. like, or when you think about Harry Potter, yeah. they had seven, eight. You know, they had a lot of movies. Oh, they cut out entire <laughs> battles in movies. Right, right. So. Yeah. yeah, but even with Harry Potter, like you know, they they went into it like, yo, we're going to do this thing as best as we possibly can. Oh, and they did, a, and they did a great job. I mean, I love for the Harry most Potter part movies. For the most part, as as they started getting further along in them, it started becoming more and more apparent that they weren't going to be able to fit in enough of like. The fun stuff that they had to start like paring it down so they yeah. could get the really important story stuff. Like I really wanted to see more stuff from book four. I agree. And it's there's not a lot of the fun stuff in there. Well, well, well. either way, thanks for humoring me, you guys, because this movie was such a huge part of my childhood oh. and a very big guilty pleasure of mine. So I'm sorry I made you say through the worst witch, but I I thank you guys for humoring me because I really do love this movie. It's such mm. a big, and I feel like anybody who grew up watching this movie will be like, oh, the worst witch is on my jam. Um, but let's move on to our third movie, which is a universally loved movie Ooh. about witches and Boy. also plays with the Salem witch mythology, which Jackie <gasps> happens to be like our resident expert in. We're going to talk about Hocus Pocus. Hocusy Pocusy. Hmm. This was like a, this was like a My Little Sister movie. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really watch it when I was a kid, but watching it now, this is, this is pretty good. Has, this is pretty didn't good. watch Hocus Pocus? I fucking no. love Hocus Pocus. No. When did this come out? Like ni- mid-90s? 1993. 1993. Yeah, no fucking way. I like 12. I know. No fucking way I was watching this movie oh, at 12. I loved it. I was, yeah. uh, because I was watching Halloween 2 at 8. I'm not going to be watching Hocus Pocus at 12. Sorry. Oh, I don't know. I haven't watched no, it. No, no, Dustin <laughs> off. I'm just saying I was already ruined for any kind of like like lighthearted romp like this. No, like, there's no it. way 
way I could enjoy this until I like come back to Earth a little bit. Because when I was a little kid, it was like, who could be the most grown up and the less, the least scared of things? That's why atmosphere is sitting over on the shelf over there, is because I took that torture as a kid and then I spread it around. It's true. Not me, man. I was like, uh, who could be the biggest wuss? Oh me. No, <laughs> I think it was... it's a boy thing. It, I, I never had the right. thought I need to be like the toughest or like the badassiest. You want a synopsis for us, buddy? We can do, yeah. Around the time of the Salem witch trials, we have the Sanderson sisters who are unlike the other people in the Salem witch trials. These are real witches. So <laughs> they lure children to their home. Uh, in particular, one night, uh, they lure Emily. Yep. Emily Binks. To the house because they want to feed her a potion so they could suck the life out of her and become young and vivacious all over again. What they don't count on is that her brother, Thackeray, comes to her rescue. Thackeray. Thackeray Banks. He's got such Hottie, a dumb name, but. Hottie Boombalotti when I was no, 13. Really? I was so into Thackeray oh. Banks. Thackeray. 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 I, Thackeray I Banks. particularly <laughs> the main kid. I'm into Thackeray the cat. I'm not into Thackeray the, the tween. I was into the uh, tween Marissa. Yes. was into tween Thackeray. So Thackeray uh, attempts to save his sister. Unfortunately, he yeah. doesn't. And he also uh, gets punished uh, by being turned into a, a cat. An immortal cat. Yeah. So, you know, he basically gets to suffer with his guilt for all eternity. So the witches are found out, they are hanged, but they're like, yo, we're coming back, you know, they're, we're going to put this candle, and if a virgin lights the candle under the full moon on Halloween, we're back, and you bitches better watch out. So skip ahead to 1993, and that is just what happens. Max, who has just moved to Salem from California, Max wants to impress Allison, so he's like, uh, I don't buy all this BS about the Sanderson sisters, so why don't you just take me to, you know, the Sanderson sisters museum and mm-hmm. show me what's up. So she shows him around. They find the black candle. He lights the black candle, and it turns out all to be true because he brings back the Sanderson sisters. So they're right back where they were, where they want to, you know, kill all the children in Salem. Yeah. And that's that's what they're set out to do. Nobody believes Max and Allison and Danny because it's Halloween night and it's Salem. So, you know, don't pull your pranks. The witches curse all the parents to dance all night long. Oh, yeah. So while the parents are dancing, they're not paying attention and all the kids can be kidnapped and killed so that the Sanderson sisters can live forever. Uh, But basically... Good wins the day, and they don't do it in time. They end up getting turned to stone because of the sun, and they explode, and then they die. And Max and Danny and Allison live happily ever after. That was kind of long-winded, but no, whatever. but that was good. But it's Hocus Pocus, so fuck off. It's Hocus no, Pocus. Yeah. Freaking awesome. Um, so this movie was directed by Kenny Ortega, who also did quite a few other things, including a lot of Gilmore Girls directing. Yes. And he also did um, This Is It, which for the Michael Jackson-obsessed people out there like me, um, and it was co-written by Mick Garris, who is huge in the horror world. Um, and it is awesome because, the, like, I, I mean, okay. So I hate the trope of there's only two types of women. There's the young, beautiful Snow White, and there's the evil witch looking to steal the beauty and the youth. And this does play on that trope, which is uh, so one of the things that bothers me the most about women portrayed 
in mythology and in all that good stuff because really there's only two of us. There's the young hottie and there's the fucking old hag. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm on the other side and I'm closer to the old hag than I am to the young hottie, I take I take offense to it. But at the end of the day, like the, just the comedy and how good all three of the main stars, I mean, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy are awesome in this. I mean, I'm just, I fucking love this movie. Absolutely. I just, there's, I can't even critique it in any real way because my heart is just so intertwined with it. But I absolutely think it's adorable. I like the whole The Virgin. Well, the one thing I will say is Jesus fucking Christ, Disney, because the, vir- like, do I have to explain to my eight year old what a virgin is so we can watch fucking Hocus Pocus? Because I'd really rather not. Like, it, I'm like, she's like, what's a virgin? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> because, like, back then it was okay to have the virgin, like, the, and, like, then the eight-year-old girl's like, a virgin lit the candle. Like, like what the fuck? What it's the because fuck? we already had Monster Squad at that point, so we knew all about it. I guess you're right. You're right. So we're also, not little bitches. Shout out to Ice. Might have been a bully, but holy shit, was he an amazing bully. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that he gets locked in a cage, and then what's his Hollywood gets his shoes back. That's oh, true. that's right, Ice, Ice, aka Great. the the football kid from Buffy. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> um, the jock. He was also apparently in Walk the Line, which is weird because I love that movie and I didn't realize. Walk the Line, Johnny Cash movie. Mm-hmm. Really, I'm obsessed with that movie. Huh. Yep. Yeah, this movie was fun. It yeah, moves. I mean, it moves really quick. It's not like every time. Yeah. It's just, it's, there's, I mean, the only part that I could have done without is the song in the middle, but I mean, how are you going to have a movie with oh, Bette Midler? I'm sorry. Stop it. Stop oh. it. I'm sorry. Oh, how are you going to have a Bette Midler movie you without a song? You obviously have a thing for a quality song well placed in the middle of a movie. No, incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. If it was a, if it was a musical and there was many songs, then I would be, I would be like, whatever. But when you have one, one like song and dance in the middle of the thing, it always like kind of weirds me if out. It doesn't get... matter what movie it is. If you have one song and dance number in the middle, I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck was that all about?" I'm dead. You're dying. No, I will uh, say right now. It's in so many movies that you guys like too. There's always like one scene that's oh like God. where they sing and they have like a special dance they do. Give me a movie. Give me a song break in the middle of a movie, and I'm, I'm fucking really uh, there. Um, uh, he's not in it for very long, but Billy Butcherson, played oh, by yay. the absolutely. Fucking amazing, Doug Jones. I no way. Yes, that's Doug Holy Jones. Shit. Yes. Wow, I love him too. Yeah, Wait, I love who that is character. he in that movie? Billy Butcherson. Billy Butcherson oh, the zombie. The, the, the zombie. zombie. Yes. That was Doug Jones. That's Doug Jones. Oh, oh shit. Yes. That literally blows my mind. Doug Jones, uh, you are a national treasure. Sir. He really is. really is. He is my spirit animal. So I'm going to give a shout out to Jason Marsden. He was not the actor who played the human form of Thackeray Banks. But he was the voice of the cat who played Thackeray Banks, which it breaks my heart that they couldn't just give Jason Marsden the role of Thackeray Banks, because I remember him, uh, Jason Marsden, from the show Step by Step. He played Rich. He was one of the friends. He was one of JT's friends. And I thought he He was was a little little hottie. So, you know, like, really, the human form of Thackeray Banks is in the movie for like four seconds. Mm -hmm. You couldn't just give it to Jason Marsden. No, that kid is harder than Jason. But I will say, he is still working to this day. Over 200 credits on IMDb. Wow. He's like the voiceover king. Really? You have heard his voice in video games, in cartoons, Fuck. in movies. Like he is everywhere. So I we're going to shout out to him. I like it. Awesome. 
awesome, awesome job in this movie. And like I said, he is still a working actor, and you you probably don't even realize he's how got much like, you've heard his voice. He's got like an iconic like Disney Disney voiceover oh, yeah. voice for sure. So uh, Doug Jones is playing Count Orlock in Osferatu. <gasps> yeah, really? In the remake. Shut yeah, awesome. it almost oh. gives me hope that it won't suck. Oh, that makes me so excited. Yeah, well, at least the, at least the vampire parts won't suck. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is one of those movies that it's not Halloween until I watch this movie. This is on my like every this year. This is one of those movies that somehow randomly, okay, I don't remember what ABC Family, mm-hmm. what is it called now? I know it's not called ABC. The 30 Nights of Hu- Oh, it's Freeform. 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 They, they will roll this movie not even just for the 31 Nights of Halloween. Okay. Like, you'll just put a, like, be flipping through the TV in like March and Hocus Pocus and is on. And I think on. that's a solid choice. I, I oh, support. and I agree. And I will stop doing everything I'm doing. And I'll be like, oh my God, Hocus Pocus is on. Me too, me too. Oh. And, I, and anytime someone says the word muck, I always go, a muck, a muck, a muck, every time in my life. And people will look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with her? But literally. Um, something <laughs> also, I do want to point out a note I have. Um, <laughs> So in the very beginning, when they go into the Sanderson sisters' house, and it's the museum, mm-hmm. so you know they have like some merchandise and stuff for sale. And Max finds the Zippo, and the first thing he does is like flips it open and runs it over his pants, like one handed, like real quick, and lights it. <laughs> yeah, that's a pro move. That is a pro move, and that's I a even pro have move like with a Zippo with cool no zi- lighter fluid in it. <laughs> I had like the note, cool Zippo trick, Max. I would like, definitely light everybody. myself on fire. <laughs> Everybody like thought they were cool because he was like flick flick right in his pant leg and it like lights and I'm like whoa bro totally cool it's like when you would hold the zippo in one hand and snap at the lid on the other and it would open it and then you can snap and it lights it I used to do that I trick never, I used to snap a light I owned one zippo I can do it where you hold it like that and then you like it like you like twist it around in your hand and get the lid open like that <laughs> yeah that. that's cool that's a fun I've been trick. Re- I will tell you right now I'm almost 37 years old. Super impressed by Zippo tricks like that. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Like I super never impressed by Zippo you. tricks. I would definitely let myself on fire if I ever tried anything. Like I will. That. I would probably light my, light my pants on fire <laughs> if I try to just run the Zippo across my leg. Well, that Zippo should have never lit anything <laughs> in the first place because it had no fluid in it. Because they don't ship Zippos with Suspend lighter fluid the in them. Disbelief. This and also, also alcohol evaporates over time. I didn't know if you knew this. So if you just leave um, some later fluid and a Zippo, it's not going to stay there forever, especially if it's all covered with dust and cobwebs. This movie is garbage. Throw it all out because also, of one Zippo thing. Also, I wish I had a, the book. And when she's like, book. I mean, book. book. I don't know how this kid has any like problems making friends. He's got like the biggest room in the world. He knows how to play. He knows how to play. He plays drums at like a senior, like in high school level, even though he's clearly just like a baby boy. Like <laughs> all this shit. Like he's got so much cool shit. It looks like he's got floors to his room. Oh like he's God. got like different levels. Max's house in Hocus Pocus is a real house mm-hmm. in Salem, sure. interior and exterior. And so is Allison's house. That's the Ropes Mansion. Oh my God, that's also a gorgeous in Salem. place. By the way, I've been to Salem. My mom and I took a trip there a couple Octobers ago. And it is just as fucking cool as you think it would be. Yeah. To go there in October, right before Halloween. Oh, I would love to take that Jersey trip Ghouls again. Jersey Ghouls field trip next I, year. I took what, a trip. What? We, my mom and I did a whole entire go? Halloween trip. Can I go too? You can come. What? We said Jersey Ghouls. Oh, no, no, I didn't know. Kidding. I didn't know. Oh. oh we, drove, uh, we drove to Salem. follow you guys And we anyway. spent a couple days in put Salem. in the trunk. <laughs> oh, I, wherever you need to put me. I like <laughs> that he whispers when he's sidetracking when we're talking. It's because I know I can hear my voice now. He's got the 
headphones on. That's I know, that's why. You know, we, um, we drove to Salem and that's spent a couple days job. in Salem doing all the touristy things, doing all the wax museums and the ghost tours and the graveyards. And I'll show you pictures. I have like the coolest pictures. Sweet. And then after a couple days in Salem, we drove a little bit south and we went to Fall River, Massachusetts. And I got to go to the Lizzie Borden house, which this was Aww. after like 12 years You're of just so reading every book Borden. I could. I, I'm not going to lie. We pulled into the parking lot and I cried. Oh, my God. Like, my mom was like, what's wrong? And I was like, "This is like, seriously, like, I know it's a cliche joke, but, like, this was my Graceland. Wow. Like, I had spent 12 years prior reading every book I could get my hands on about Lizzie Borden. P.S. She's guilty. Um, and to go to Lizzie Borden house, like, the one of the only things that stands from the original house is the doorknob to the front door. Wow. And that's original. That's cool. And like the guy's like, so does anybody want to touch a doorknob that Lizzie Borden touched? And I'm like, I do. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny because my mom would like, the the tour guide would be like, oh, and blah, blah, blah. And this fact happened. And my mom would be like, did you know that? And I'm like, yeah, I knew that. And she's like, tell him. I'm like, I'm not going to tell the tour guide. I knew that too. I knew that. I knew that. Thank you. I knew I that. Did, honestly, why don't I, you show me something I don't I, know? <laughs> I did learn like two things that I didn't know. But again, like I'm, she I'm like it. the freakazoid that like again, I had spent years reading everything that I could get my hands on about her. So then we didn't spend the night there because they're kind of expensive to stay at that house. But we did the tour, and then we left there and we went to Sleepy Hollow, New York. I love and Sleepy Hollow. We hung out in Sleepy Hollow. Year. P.S. There's no covered bridge, so don't look for it. Um, the, you're right, but the actual bridge I did yeah. see at, at uh, Washington Irving's house. Did you do the tour right. of Washington Irving's no, house? No, we it was just really went, cool. We went to we did we did one overnight in the uh, in Sleepy Hollow. Seriously, if you, I would love to go back to Let's Salem do it. in October. Next, we can't amazing. do it this October because we got Georgia. Right, because Women do. in Horror Film Woo. Festival. Woo. Woo. Um, but we got it. We'll do it next year. Let's do it next year for Halloween. Yes. Yes. Mm. So we hope that you guys have enjoyed this fun episode. A little on nostalgic. Witches. Yeah. A little lighthearted. We, yeah, we definitely, we had a lot of witch movies to Next time we go from. dark. And we went, we went the lighthearted route. We went the family route. Aww. This was the fun one. Next time we go evil and dark and horrifying. Evil yes. Like, uh, dark you know, and Wicker horrifying. Man and fucking <laughs> The Vavitch and fucking Lords of Salem and all kinds oh, of Oh, don't make me watch The Vavitch no. again. Don't forget to check us out on social media. Just search Jersey Ghouls and you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, and on YouTube. You can find our podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud. And you can also find our podcast, movie reviews, and blog on our website, jerseyghouls.com and if you are of the writing slash filmmaking type please consider checking out the philadelphia short film festival they are accepting applications and or movies and or scripts uh for the next few months and it's really cool and if you win you get a sweet gold pretzel it's the coolest (laughs) award i've ever seen in my life and there happens to be a jersey ghoul judging comedy and local movies this year so that's actually pretty fucking dope so all right you guys yeah check us out and thanks for tuning in Okay, bye. 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 You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 